Welcome to the Show Up Society podcast, where I talk about showing up for your goals one tiny step at a time. I'll help you break down your big fat dreams into tiny bite-sized pieces that are totally doable as long as you just keep showing up. I talk about anything from running to creativity, to mindset, to small business, to whatever else comes up. You'll see how just showing up for yourself every day in the tiniest way can make a huge impact and change your life. I'm your host, Tammy Bennett, artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Hello, I am so glad you are here for today's episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how doing the dang thing can make you feel so much better. First, I wanted to give a shout out to Laura Wooten, who made a really nice comment on my Instagram. She said, loved episode 17. Really enjoyed hearing about how you recharge yourself on a solo retreat. I totally relate. I too do a solo retreat every year. Grateful my family is on board with this. Two years in a row, I went to a cottage near Langley on Woodby Island. Highly recommend. You would love it. For the last several years, I've been doing a stay-home retreat while my husband and teenage son do a dude's adventure trip over spring break. This has also been great to just have complete solitude in my home studio. Love it. Thanks again for sharing so much great stuff on the podcast. And Laura, to you... I say, thank you so much for commenting, but also thank you for the idea of having a stay home retreat. I think I'm going to have to think of somewhere for Chris to take the three kids and the two pups and give me some time here in our own house. I love that idea. If you would like me to give you a shout out, then feel free to leave a comment on my Instagram at Tammy C. Bennett or on the show notes at showupsociety.com forward slash 19, or you can leave a review on Apple. Before we get into today's topic, I have a couple things I thought would be fun to share with you. The first is that I survived 10 of my son's friends coming over to celebrate his 17th birthday this weekend. And he has amazing friends. I mean, we, my husband and I talk all the time about how we are so fortunate that all three of our kids have chosen, chosen really good people to hang around with. And it gives us major hope for the future. And if these people are going to be in charge, then we are totally cool with that. The other super cool thing that I wanted to share with you was about something that happened in my yoga class today. So last night I looked up the yoga schedule to see if they were still open due to coronavirus concerns and they were open, but I saw a different name for the teacher on the schedule. It was Andy instead of Katya. And I love going on Monday mornings because I love my Katya. So I almost didn't go. I was like, I don't know who this Andy person is. I really want my Mondays. I have my routine set. I really like, you know, I like my Katya, but I went. And when I got there, I saw Andy come in and I was like, oh my gosh, he's the guy who usually is a student in class and he sits right up in the front and he does mega challenging poses when everybody else is just doing regular things. So he's like spends a quarter of the class upside down in handstands and like doing push-up handstands, like crazy stuff. And so I was like, oh, okay, I guess Andy is not going to be a student today. He is going to be our teacher. So when he walked in the room, he said, the theme for today is going to be courage because today is going to be the first time in my life ever that I have taught a yoga class on my own. And he did a really good job. 
And at the end, he thanked us for being part of his journey. And he explained how it was really uncomfortable. But those moments of uncomfortableness that we put ourselves into is what makes us grow. And I am such a firm believer in that. And I was so glad to hear it said back to me because I feel like I say it to people a lot of the times. But more than that, it was just really cool to be a part of somebody's journey and a part of their next step or their first step into this new adventure. And I think that that's what I love about coaching so much is to see somebody going from one place and making this big leap and having to sit through all this really not comfortable feeling to get to that next step and that new place. And I love seeing that in people and I love helping support them and giving them that safety to make that next step and to know that they can do it because they have at least one other person out there believing in them and that's me. And I felt like today in the yoga class, the 15 people or so that were there, we were all holding that safe space for him and saying like, we got you. We know this is your first time. We're going to overlook any kind of little mistakes that maybe you're going to make and we're going to be here for you. And we all gave him a round of applause at the end. And it was really cool. And it was just a good reminder of what I love about coaching and what I love about humans is that so many of us are always trying for that next big thing. And we're willing to sit in that discomfort to get to somewhere different. Um, so anyway, I love that. And that was a great way to start my day. And I'm so glad that I went, even though it wasn't my Katya, I'm glad because it, it opened up a window of, and reminded me of what I love about this world. Do, 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 do. It's challenge time. Today's challenge is to set your intention for the rest of the day. I have found that when I am in yoga class and they tell us to set an intention, whether it be something like balance or strength or ease or power, The days when I have set that intention, my practice is truly filled with more of that. So take a second here to think about that intention that you have for today. Do you want to feel efficient? Do you want to feel kind? Do you want to feel at ease, courageous, uncomfortable, peaceful, quiet? Decide what it is right now. And a couple times today, stop and think, am I doing that? Am I carrying out that intention that I set for myself today? It really is amazing how when you set that intention for yourself, it kind of steers your car into the right direction. So think of it right now, and I'll check back in with you later to see how we're doing. Okay, let's talk about how doing the dang thing makes you feel so much better. I have a couple little stories that will help illustrate what I'm talking about. So the first one is, is we moved into our house a couple years ago, and our bedroom window faces a window of our neighbor. So if they had their curtains open and we had ours open, we could totally wave and have a conversation. So that posed a problem when it took me two years probably to put curtains up. So for probably two years, I would get dressed by ducking down and basically sitting on the floor. And every single time that I would duck down and double over and get dressed on the floor, basically, in my own house where I'm supposed to have peace and comfort, I would think, oh, my gosh, I really need to put curtains up every day. I mean, how many times do I get dressed? A couple times a day because I get dressed to work out and then I bathe and I change. I get dressed to have the day. So at least twice a day, every day. Oh, yeah. And then I change again in the evening like to PJs. So at least three times a day, (laughs) every day for two years. I thought, oh my gosh, I really need to put curtains up. This is so uncomfortable. This is so weird having to like double over and put my jeans on basically laying down on my floor. Grownups just don't do this. 
And so finally, I was at Ikea with my daughters and I saw some curtains and some easy to hang rods and I put curtains up and (laughs) I can't even tell you what a difference it makes to be able to get dressed for the day standing up and not worried about the old man next door filming me. Um, Not saying that he would. I mean, he's totally nice, but I'm just saying like, you know, it crosses my mind. Um, So it was just such a simple thing. I mean, I'm telling you, like from the, the time that it took to install these curtains was probably 15 minutes. So 15 minutes that I spent changing something and making my life a little bit better, as opposed to a couple minutes every day for two years. I mean, think about it. So I just felt so silly once it was up and I'm like, oh my gosh, all it took was 15 minutes and it could have saved me all of that time, like writhing around on the floor. So yeah, doing the dang thing really made me feel better. And now I can get dressed without, you know, hurting something. Another example, when I was in law school, I took an internship with a guy who was a solo practitioner and he wanted me to work on a brief for him. Um, And I was working on it and I realized, oh, He's one of those sleazeball attorneys like that you see on TV and that give all attorneys all over the world a really bad name. And I just absolutely hated working on it. And I would complain about it every single night to my roommate, Jen. Poor thing. I'm so sorry, Jen. Um, And I would say, oh, my gosh, I don't want to do this. I can't do this. This is so sleazy. I don't want to be a part of this. But then there was that other part of me that had said that I was going to do something. It was a job that I took on and I felt like it was my responsibility. Um, and so I just complained about it over and over and over. And like I said, poor Jen, I am so sorry. And so finally, one night, Jen goes, get all your materials, get all the stuff that you were working on for him, pack it up together, we're going to go take it back to him. And you're going to quit this job right now. And this was like eight o'clock at night, I don't even know. So I was like, okay, all right. And she goes, I'll go with you, get it together. So I got all the paperwork together, I put it in a box, I gave him a call, he didn't answer. We went to his place. Um, And she went with me and it was dark and I went to his porch and I knocked on the door. He didn't answer. So I actually just left it there and I called him and left a message and said, hey, I'm not able to work on this project anymore. You don't have to pay me here. All of the stuff is uh, actually put it in his mailbox. Um, The stuff is in your mailbox and thank you so much. And that was it. And I left with the biggest sense of freedom. I could breathe again. I didn't feel sleazy and gross and just so disappointed in humanity. Um, It was just such a good feeling. And I was so thankful thankful to Jen for forcing me to do that. And again, it was something that took like five minutes. And instead of being so stressed out every single night saying, Oh, I should stop doing this. I don't want to work on it. And it was done. I was done with it. So again, doing the dang thing made me feel so much better. I got another one for you. So I have not been on top of my books for my business for all of 2019. But for all of 2019, I said, Oh, I've got to get a bookkeeper. I'm not sure how to do this. I'm not sure how to do that. I really need someone that I can talk to and I can ask a bunch of questions and I can really feel confident that all my, you know, my finances are set up correctly and that I'm categorizing things the right way and staying on top of it. Um, But I didn't do it. And it just felt so overwhelming. I felt like it was just overwhelming to even open up my QuickBooks. And I felt ashamed and I felt embarrassed and I didn't have any confidence. It was just an awful feeling. But every week I would put down for that week's goals is to, you know, find a um, bookkeeper to set up my QuickBooks. So finally I did call an accountant and she gave me some advice, but said that she doesn't actually do what she advised me to do. So she, um, referred me elsewhere after she took my money. And then I went to some bookkeepers and we had a big call and they did all of this 
um, kind of investigation and they told me that my books weren't good. And I'm like, well, yeah, I know that. That's why I came to you so you could help me fix them. But they charged what I thought was an exorbitant amount. And so then I just felt so lost because by this point I had already spent uh, two different 45 minute like discovery calls with them to find out that they couldn't help me in the way that I wanted them to. And so already I'm an hour and a half time that I've spent basically complaining about my books and saying how ashamed I was and how embarrassed I was. And I didn't want to keep reliving that. Um, so I just kind of was wallowing in this like, oh, I need a bookkeeper, but I can't find one and nobody's right for me. So I got coached on it with my uh, through my self coaching program. And the coach was like, look, basically, this is what you need to do. You need to have five more discovery calls. And then after that, you are going to schedule a time during your week, schedule 30 minutes to sit down and look over what you learned from each of these different bookkeepers slash accountants, and you're going to choose one. And that's it. There's going to be no more, you know, wishy-washy back and forth and no more self-pity. You're going to have five calls with people, basically interviews to see if it's somebody that I would, I would want to work with. And then you're going to make a decision and you're going to move on. And that's exactly what I did. I scheduled five calls. I didn't mind spending that 45 minute kind of discovery call with them, rehashing all the stuff that I was ashamed and embarrassed about. That was just part of my gig that I had decided on. So I had my five basically interviews, discovery calls, and I instantly knew the right person for me. She was amazing and she is amazing. I chose her and I moved on. And now um, we're almost done going through all my books from 2019 and setting up everything properly. But I feel like I'm on top of the world. I feel like I can breathe. I'm really proud of myself for getting into that really, really uncomfortable space. And I'm proud of myself for just making the decision and moving on and doing that dang thing of getting my book set up has made me feel so much better. And I just thought of one more mega example. When we moved to Oregon, um, I obviously, you know, didn't know any doctors around here. I did ask people for some recommendations, but I totally put off all the appointments, like the lady parts appointments, the dermatology to get a couple spots looked at, the dentist, the eye, the vision, um, all the appointments I just kind of put off because for one, I was scared that they would find something. Um, for two, I was scared that they would find something. <laughs> and for three, I was just scared of, you know, I didn't know them. I was starting all over. I had finally found that comfortable place with all of my um, physicians in New Jersey. I felt really comfortable. And it is hard, um, or uncomfortable, I should say, to find a new physician and to find out if you're comfortable with them. It's a really vulnerable spot. So I put it off for about two years. I did not go to a single kind of checkup. And so then the longer you wait, the more you're convinced that like you have a cavity or that that spot is really, you know, not good on your skin. And you just kind of like, or if you're like me anyway, you just make it be this whole big thing, this whole big scary thing. And then it makes you not want to go even more because now you're really scared of what they're going to find. So um, at one point, I just spent a week just sitting down and making all the appointments. And I did them. There was nothing wrong with me, at least that they could see. And I felt so much better. And now that I've overcome that and I have found doctors that I feel comfortable with, now I am pretty good about scheduling them on time because that hard uncomfortable part was over. But I did the dang thing. And you guessed it, I feel better. So basically, the wrap up on this is really simple. If there is something in your life that you are putting off because it seems too complicated or too uncomfortable or scary, or you're wallowing in the indecision of not knowing if that's the right choice, 
get over it and do the dang thing. And I promise you that doing so, you're going to feel better. Even if you take action and it turns out not to be the right one. So let's say if I had picked a doctor and it turns out that I really didn't like them, then just choose another one. But at least you're doing something and you're moving forward and you are feeling better about yourself because you are taking action. So I challenge you today or tomorrow or the next day or all of the above and all that are to come do the dang thing. Do the thing that's making you uncomfortable, that's hanging on the back of your neck. It's heavy, people. It is heavy. So reduce that load and do the dang thing. And now before I let you go, I want to check in on your intention. Did you set an intention? I hope you did because I'm telling you it really does make a difference. So set that intention if you haven't yet. And if you have, then just remind yourself of it right now and remind yourself of it a couple times today. And I bet it's going to make a little teeny bit of a difference. And that's amazing. Thank you again for being here with me today on the Show Up Society podcast. And I would love it if you could take a screenshot of your phone or your computer or wherever you are listening to the podcast and share it with me on Instagram. Tag it at Tammy C. Bennett. I would love to see it. Or you can take a selfie. I would love to see you too. Uh, Anyway. Thank you for showing up for today's episode. Now go out there and show up for yourself. Oh, hey, you're still here. I think we should be besties.